This is Sam from the Mask and Journey podcast, and our goal with the podcast is help you to try to find your way in this difficult world. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. How fun is it as we are now in March? And so we get to March to Easter with Date the Word. We got Dr. Carson's going to be with us as well as Kurt Feldmeyer. And Kurt is with Salem Outreach Network. And wow, his daughter, Morgan, is actually on staff here at the Truth Network. So we get to hear a lot about Salem Outreach Network. We get to pray for them all the time because you guys are doing stuff all over the world. So, Kurt, for those people who have never heard of Salem Outreach Network. Well, thank you for having me on today, Robbie. I appreciate it so much. And Salem Outreach Network is a, a ministry we started here in Winston-Salem, thus the name. And uh, our tagline is Local, Global, Eternal. So we primarily want to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, locally and globally. So, so far we've done things in 30 different countries as well as here locally and um, through evangelism, music, concerts, preaching, uh, church planning. But um, for the last five years, we've really come across a really neat thing. It just Lord's in our heart to just be a, a, a source of encouragement uh, as well as evangelism. And how we do that is what we call kingdom care packages. And we reach out to local seniors, shut-ins and widows, um, families in crisis, deployed military, uh, and uh, children in uh, multiple countries around the globe. Sounds like true religion. I couldn't help but know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you true were going to say. <laughs> right out of James. You know, the word Salem is uh, mm. clearly, you know, the word shalom. Mm-hmm. And, and most people would relate that to the word peace. Mm-hmm. But the other thing uh, that, that, that I think is significant about the word shalom which i'll be trying to understand it the rest of my life is that uh wholeness to me made whole and holy so shalom has to do with you know being made complete like the restoring to how it was originally because if we were in christ we couldn't have more peace right, right. <laughs> you, you know like if you know in his presence is fullness of joy but also there's a whole lot of peace in there and, and so that idea of shalom uh, is 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 a greeting and a salute and 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 really cool that that's really what you guys do, uh, and 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 not unlike you're the person sitting next to you, Dr. Carson, and what he does, as you can see, you guys both have your you know date the word where on today, yep. and if you're watching on Facebook or you're watching on YouTube, you can see that Kurt has on Salem Outreach Network where, you know, not everybody has that, but his daughter, you know, right. <laughs> But, but anyway, uh, we are marching to Easter, right? Yes, sir. Easter's March the 31st this year, a little bit earlier. And uh, Date the Word has put together a uh, Bible reading plan where you can uh, every day be reading a verse connected to that date and a chapter that's connected to that date to prepare your heart 
Uh, Easter should be a time when we truly survey the wondrous cross. And, and I loved what Isaac Watts wrote uh, and when he said, it demands my soul, my life, my all. And we ought to come out of Easter more committed to serving and living for the Lord. But as we do that, we read scriptures. And yeah, and I love that the word all because, oh, you know, I don't know if, you know, when it says that you're to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength, the, the word strength is actually miod in Hebrew, which means almost all of everything that you are. Mm. And so there's this, like, oh my goodness, like everything you got. And Jesus paid it all. all. So now we all to him we owe. Wow. Amen. There could be hymns written over this kind of stuff, I don't you think, Nick? So. so speaking of March, you knew this was coming, didn't you? And I'm really gonna test Kirk's abilities here now. He was wondering, because now it's time to play. Oh yes it is. And so <laughs> first question out of the shoot. I'm gonna aim it right at Kirk because he looks like he's he's eager to answer one of these. <laughs> Can February March? Can February March? What do you think, Nick? My thinking camera's on. Can February March? Can February? I think you've March. stopped me. Yeah, you stopped me on this one. No, but April May. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Just beautiful. Oh, I, I, I'm thinking you can get this one, Nick. Right, so on, right. on March 10th. 1876, Alexander Graham Bell made the very first phone call. Moments later, what did he discover? Oh, I've heard this. His warranty, his car warranty was expiring. (laughs) 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 You knew that, didn't you, Nick? (laughs) You can imagine how annoying it was when they're like, who's calling me? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. How can you celebrate the Ides of March with a donut? Which I believe it's March 13th, 15th. Yeah, the Ides of March. How do you celebrate that with a donut? Mm. Eat to Brute. (laughs) There you go. Well, you're wondering. And this is really always another good March joke. How do data march, Dr. Carson? How did data march? How did data? How did data march? Like D A T A. How do data march? In step. In formation. Ah, information. Beautiful. That's good. Yeah, you could groan even well, about we that. We got a smile, little Nick, on that one. Now this one's, I think, the funniest of the bunch, which I always say what I think is the funniest for the last. So. Okay. I saw a woman in Walmart who had March Madness teeth this morning. Ooh. How did I know that? How did I know that she had <laughs> March Madness teeth? Just the Nick. question's funny. Yeah, the que- <laughs> that question is funny as so. Not as funny as the answer. She was down to her final four, Dr. Oh, Carson. No. <laughs> she was down to her final four. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the dad joke of the week. All right. <laughs> yep. There you go. She was down to her final four. That's what happened. Oh, um, wow. So anyway, at the end of that, you know how to actually have a Bible riddle that you could call in and win, which I'm hoping somebody will call in today because, man, I was wondering my phone lines didn't work during the Christian Car Guy show. But according to Habakkuk, 
Yes. This is a tough one, too. I like tough ones sometimes. Yes. I mean, see if you can test your Bible knowledge with this. That is an Old Testament prophet. According to Habakkuk, who would march through the breadth of the land to possess the dwelling places that are not theirs? According to the book of Habakkuk, who would march through the breadth of the land to possess dwelling places not theirs? You could say they were making great strides. <laughs> They were marching forth. I think it happened on March 4th, if I'm not mistaken, Nick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> According to Habakkuk, who would march through the breadth of the land to possess dwelling places not theirs? If you know that, you call us at 866-348-7884. And if they do, Nick, tell them what they'll win. Absolutely, yes. You'll be winning a prize from our Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. Just give us a call at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Yeah, and the prize vault is loaded for bear because we've been to the NRB and we have plundered, and we have <laughs> we have True. we have plundered and we have books and all sorts of trinkets and stuff that we would love to get you. You call us eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. And so, Kurt, I know, like man, how how in the world did God put the idea of Salem outreach? Uh, it's not just on your heart, on your family's heart, right? Sure, sure. You know, when he when he called me, he called he called all of us. I feel like, and uh, you know, it's twenty five years old, twenty five years uh, old, and um, ironically, when I was about twenty five, just the Lord did a, a, an awesome work in my life as I began to seek Him. You know, if you seek Him with all your heart, He will be found. Mm. And um, I just needed direction and and a lot of lot of stuff, wholeness. I needed shalom. You know, in my life, and uh, and uh, he showed up mightily, and so, you know, he really—I was a repo man at the time. Oh wow! And uh, we got to uh, go to a break, as you can hear by that music. Yeah. So, from repo man to helping people that have repos, it's all coming up here on mm -hmm. Kingdom Pursuit. Stay tuned again. Call us with your answer. According to Bacchic, who would march through the breadth of the land? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We already got one caller, but we need you. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And so today we're so blessed to have with us Kurt Feldmeyer with the Salem Outreach Network and Dr. Dwayne Carson with Date the Word, his Date the Word app, which is marching to Easter. And how cool you can get a verse as you make your way to that. But when we left our hero, Kurt, he was a repo man. So does that mean you were repoing cars? Just different things, household items, that kind of thing. But, so, uh, but I got the inquiring minds need to know. So, <laughs> like, I think you have the what question. Yeah, right I do. Like, so they're like, Kurt, you got to go to these people's house and, and repo their blender, or what was going on there? Furniture and appliances primarily, but that was just a brief stint. And, and during that time, the Lord just showed I was able to go into people's homes and, and, um, just see needs. I bet you did for the first time, and then and he just deep needs because they were in a bad way. And yeah, yeah. How did people? I mean, were they usually like brokenhearted, or were they belligerent? What What would you say was a typical response when you showed up? Well, at that time, my heart was pretty cold, and so I just wanted to 
collect what was owed the company, and I was very good at it. And um, were you really? But I had some Christian friends that actually worked there with me, and it was because of their witness that the Lord turned my heart from a taker to a giver. And and at one point, um, how did how did they do that? They just through their life, and then they would share scripture, and we would be riding around the truck, and and um, you know he would just tell me there's something better, there's something more to life that that he would he would he would look at you and speak life into you. And, and so and, you you would be with this Christian, mm-hmm. and you would go to this house, and these people would be getting some, and he would you probably look at him and go, man. He seems to care these people are losing their stuff. Well, and that's what I, that's after I gave my heart to the Lord, I began to show them uh, to the customers that, you know, you don't need to waste your money on a big screen TV. You can get this smaller one and see the same channels. And I began to become more of a coach and a financial coach and an amazing. Then people started to call me as I began to care about their situation and look into them through the eyes of Christ. Um, they would start to call me and say, Kurt, I'm so sorry. I'll be there in one hour or something like that. And I didn't have to chase people because they knew I cared. And so that's just gone into a greater calling after that surrender to the Lord. You go to seminary, you start working with local nonprofits and go on missions trips, and the Lord begins to open your eyes to the needs of the world. And so that's where in 1997 we started Salem Outreach Network. And uh, with the with the uh, real mandate from the Lord um, to preach the gospel and serve families in crisis, so those two things primarily, and so that has grown over the years to again the seniors, shut-ins, and widows. Well, let's stop there for a second. Okay, seniors, shut-ins. So you had said just recently, right, that 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 you had a chance to minister to some that was critical on their behalf, right, because they didn't have. Yes, yes. So share that story. So we we do two things with the seniors and shut-ins, and it's because of COVID a few years ago, a neighbor dying, and then we started taking care of his widow, um, that my eyes were just open to the need. Oh. And COVID really brought that out to how people were secluded, lonely, um, you know, they were shut in due to poor health or mobility issues. And one of the things that COVID brought out was the distance away from family members. They couldn't always be there. And so as a neighbor, mm-hmm. who is my neighbor, right? We just began to take care of, there's like six widows in our neighborhood. And so we used to just go take out their trash and clean up their yards for them. My wife even does grocery shopping. We have a small farm. We give them free eggs and different things of that nature. But that turned into um, what we call kingdom care packages, where we we want to go and bless uh, people because um, the gift gives way to the giver and opens opens the way before kings is what the scriptures say. So when you go bearing gifts, people open their hearts and it softens their hearts so that they can see how much you care and then uh, point them to Christ ultimately. But one of these folks that we recently visited uh i was sent there by her brother who was in texas and heard about our ministry and he called and he said uh, can you visit my sister she's in really poor health and she lived about an hour away from us so after christmas i went to see her and we brought a beautiful basket for her stuffed animals and candies and books and devotionals and things and um so that's sort of how you establish rapport right and um 
eventually we were able to go through the scriptures and just make sure she was ready to see Jesus. Um, How old was that like? Well, was, she, was she ready to see Jesus when you started going through the scriptures, do you think? When I when I showed up, Robbie, it was a really poor situation. She, I've frankly never seen anything like it. She was about a 75 pounds, basically a bag of bones. Right. And she was a, very clearly near death. And, you know, when you when you go to witness, you pray. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you know, in that moment, he gives you the words to speak. You prepare, you study. But in that moment, he gives you the boldness to share and, and that compassion of Christ, many times in Scripture, it says Jesus, moved by compassion, right. healed. Okay, And that compassion, when you see the need, it rises. the Holy Spirit rises it up, and that's where the boldness comes. And so mm-hmm. it was very easy to make that transition. And you know, I said, Suzanne, out of the two of us in this room right now, would it be fair to say that you're probably closer to seeing Jesus first? Right. And she says yes. And I said, well, you know, would it be okay with you? Um, you know, your 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 brother loves you. Your other brother sent me, and we just want to pray with you and may just sort of make sure, you know, that that you're ready. Is that okay? And you ask permission. You go through the scriptures, right. and then I just ask permission. Can I pray with you? And if you agree with everything, just say you know, say amen. She had a hard time speaking, so that's sort of how we I had to do it. Every time that we went through a scripture about the Lord setting us free, the Lord's plan for man, for salvation, she would say, amen, amen. And um, so when I got down to the prayer, she was able to, to, to say with much difficulty, um, I believe everything that you've said um, and the scriptures. And, and she just was, had joy on her face. Hmm. Well, the very next day, Robbie, her brother texted me from... Texas and said, Kurt, I want you to let you know that Suzanne had a massive heart attack the very next day. And we're so grateful that you stopped by. Um, and then three days later, she passed. And so that was super meaningful, obviously, to her family. She had shalom. She had peace. Yeah. But also super, the f- super important to her, too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like, but, man. And the family had peace, too. Well, right. and, and that's a big part of what you're doing Right with the with the march to Easter, right, Doctor Carson. Make sure that especially when people get to the twenty second, right? Yes, because Pilate was he, he threw the question of questions. He said, "What shall I do with Jesus?" And every person has to answer that question. What am I going to do with Jesus? Is he is he someone that I'm going to ignore? Is he someone I'm going to neglect? Is he someone that I'm going to receive and accept? Every person has to make that decision. What must I do to be saved? Trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Why did he go to the cross? Because we are sinners. He, he, we can't save ourselves. And so our march to remember gives these verses to remind us of our condition and what then he did for us. And, uh, I just hope we get to Easter and people who've joined on this will find themselves crying out truly, worthy is the Lamb. Yeah, I, I love what, uh, I think it was C.S. Lewis that said that every once in a while we need a good whiff of our inner cesspool. Mm. <laughs> right? That, 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 you know, by taking a good big whiff of our inner cesspool, we can, we can relate to sinners because we realize we've got plenty of that in there. And, 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 and mm. it gives you the compassion you were talking about, Kurt. And I wish yeah. uh, if those who weren't watching on Facebook 
or, or on YouTube or wherever uh, could see Kurt's face as he told that story as I could see, you know, how God used that for Kurt, yeah. right? He didn't just use it for her, but it's an amazing thing that God would honor you, right? To be there at such a critical point in someone's life mm-hmm. to share the biggest message they'll ever hear and you know they, they get to they get to go out of life with honors <laughs> right right <laughs> you know like it's it's a huge thing but that was just you know that's one of your your many ministries is you've got the the seniors and the shut-ins we got we got a lot more to talk about but there was another you said there were two yes uh you know it's interesting we were writing up the end report and preparing our year-end video and there's a great video of one of my daughters handing a stuffed animal to a lady at assisted living facility and so we go to those regularly and um which daughter and uh which daughter i believe that would have been morgan okay and uh it could have been ashlyn it's i'm not sure but in addition to the we did a hundred or so of these in-home visits um, we also do gift distributions, concerts, Christmas concerts, and different things, uh, primarily the girls. And um, so we did 350 gift distributions in assisted living facilities. And so we had this video presenting a, a gift to a resident. And then while we were doing our end report, we, we realized that she had passed since then as well. And uh, during the Christmas concert, we do a great presentation of the gospel so obviously it's a the perfect time so how do they do that these are your daughters right yes morgan and ashlyn and that i've i've heard them sing so how how do they present like this lady got the like you said the stuffed unicorn or the the things that you had can you kind of share how she would have gotten the gospel message that day so well through preaching the foolishness of preaching Mm. right uh as well as so morgan and ashlyn preaching uh, I do a little bit of that. Okay. <laughs> that would be right. that would when, be myself. When we come back, we got a lot more date the word and of course Salem Outreach Network, but I am shocked and amazed that somebody hasn't called with my Habakkuk I question. Know. I know now. that answer. So who was it that marched through the breadth of the land to possess dwelling places not theirs? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. You're listening to the Truth Network and Truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build a kingdom. How cool is that? We've got the poster children for that, actually. Kurt Feldmeyer with the Salem Outreach Network and Dr. Dwayne Carson with Date the Word. And, you know, just unbelievable. We were talking during the break. I I, I thought that I should get with Disney and and create a new song, Dr. Carson. You know, you, you've heard Whistle While You Work. Well, we got a new one, Witness While You Work. Witness <laughs> While You Work. Yes. <laughs> you can make an eternal impact at work. Sorry. Witness While You Work. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So, you know, as you were mentioning that, I remembered that actually that's kind of how I ended up getting saved as well, mm. is that I worked for the Crown Automotive Network, and our boss, who was Royce Reynolds, was a very devout Christian man. Very, very devout. And he shared all sorts of stuff with me that made a huge impact on me um, uh, in a lot of ways. But he wasn't necessarily the person that led me to the cross. He just was, I was watching Mm. how he did things, his integrity, things, all sorts of things I saw. And certainly 
he had a hunger to learn. It, you know, he had that delight in learning and wanted to, everybody to learn. And so what he did was he would give us a bonus if we did some type of continual study. And so through that, I bought the series, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, because I thought in my, you know, self-righteous or whatever, my self-sufficient way that <clears throat> if I could get a positive mental attitude, I could sell more cars, which is, you know, what I was all about. Yeah. And at the beginning of that series by Norman Vincent Peale, it says, well, if you want a positive mental attitude, the very first thing you got to do is you got to start getting up an hour early every morning and read the Bible. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do what? But I spent $100 on the tape set, and I'm like, well, I guess I better get up an hour early and read the Bible. I've never read it. It couldn't hurt me. Mm, right. But the, the, the result of that was when I got to the book of Job, I'd been questioning God just like Job my whole life, and and all of a sudden God said, "Well, I got to get a few questions for you, Robbie. When did you make? When you know? Mm. Could you make the tide come in one time or bring the sun down? That'd be good. I just you make it snow, Robbie. You know, then we'll see what you got. And, and as I started to process the fact that I wasn't God, <laughs> which honestly I'd never processed. It, was, it took Job wow. to do that. And then I realized, having read the rest of that, that Old Testament, that God had a very high standard and that clearly I had a real problem. Mm -hmm. And so the New Testament was so appreciated by me because I, I needed to find out what I needed to do, right? Because yeah. it was clear that you need God, but I don't, I'm not measuring up. So Jesus yeah. becomes all of a sudden all that crucial to the situation. And you know, one of the things that happens to every new believer, I don't ever want to forget, is Easter becomes a way bigger deal yeah. than an Easter bunny. Oh, way Amen. bigger. Amen. Oh. And I, you know, I remember that first Easter coming around after my salvation, which by the way, I was in my mid thirties. I didn't get it done at 25 like you, Kurt, but I was, and it was because somebody was whistling while they worked to some extent, but just Easter, is 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 something to cherish and i love what you're doing where you're taking no. each day and preparing no. you know for you know that stone being rolled away no. and the you know he's the first fruits and all that stuff man no. the march to remember is found on the new date the word app you can download it from your app store i hope you'll do so and then join the bible reading plan every day there's going to be a bible verse that will help you Ponder, think about what Jesus did. There's going to be a chapter. One of the things we're doing, because March has 31 days, Matthew, the gospel, first book of the New Testament, has 28 chapters. So we're reading one chapter a day to get the, the flavor of the life and the times and the teachings of Jesus that then leads up to that incredible, horrible week, but then would end with the greatest event ever jesus christ rose from the dead and uh easter is the true christian celebration day because we're celebrating our risen savior but if they go to date the word uh they can go to date the word.com but they also now get the date the word app and the neat thing i think about when i think about wait you could say it's a horrible week but it's called good friday yeah, well, that's good a, for Jesus. It was great but, for Jesus. But I'll tell you why. Okay, in the Song of Solomon, right? I think it's 
the last verse in the third chapter, it says, Behold, ye daughters of Zion, the crown that his mother crowned him with. Mm. Behold, King Solomon, the crown his mother crowned him with on the day of his rejoicing, on the day of the rejoicing of his heart. So getting back to your Salem, right? This is King Solomon. That is the king of peace. That is the prince of peace. So what it's saying is for Jesus, that was the day of the rejoicing of his heart. Why? Because he knew that you now had a way to the Father through yes. him and, 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 and that, that this relationship would be solidified. And so in Hebrew, when it says the crown his mother crowned him with, that was his own people crowned him with the crown of thorns. Mm. Well, guess what? If you're in Christ, you crowned him with a crown of thorns. I know I did. (laughs) I'm sure I did. And I'm sure that, unfortunately, I continue to struggle with that. But nonetheless, here's our opportunity, right, to to get up to that shalom moment and then how cool that Salem Outreach is helping not only um, seniors but also military, right? Right. You know, we want to – we're proud supporters of our courageous men and women in the U.S. Armed Forces and – and uh, know lots of, of soldiers and veterans and, and active duty um, soldiers. So we want to honor that. Um, that's a big part of what we've done um, over the years. And, um, you know, we, we try to work through chaplains and officers and things. And, um, gosh, just over the last few years, um, we've been in over 30 countries. Most of those are for the military, um, uh, the kingdom care packages that we send. And, you know, we were in... Diego Garcia and Italy and South Korea and um, on and on. So those kingdom care packages, I, I know just because, you know, Morgan's, his daughter's with us every morning, you know, like you guys go shopping till you drop. And it's just you know, like you're, you guys are going all over the place to get stuff for these kingdom care packages. Can you kind of describe It's kind of like Samaritan's Purse in its own way, right? In a way, we... Um, you know, over over time, we've learned how to be uh, smart and good, wise stewards of, of what the Lord's given us through our partners, our financial supporters. So we buy everything in bulk, and and uh, we we store it uh, for today's needs and tomorrow's uh, outreach. Um, but you know, just over the last three years, we've given away nearly fifteen thousand um, kingdom care packages. So those are 15,000 souls that have been blessed with a gospel message, a scripture, and most importantly, a word of encouragement. You know, one example of that, especially through the military, uh, since it's one of our larger outreaches is, I just want to read you a quote here from a chaplain in the Texas state guard. He said, thanks again for the incredible effort of your family to bless these soldiers. A base camp nearby suffered two suicides over Thanksgiving. This will be a great encouragement to our troops. The commanding officer is extremely grateful, and so am I. These gifts were very timely. And so we see how just this simple genius of a gift, a Mm -hmm. simple way to encourage others that are a long way from home. You know, many of our military, they're young. They might be out of the country for the first time. And it's a wonderful opportunity to give them, to point them to the cross, to point them to hope, to point them to the Prince of Peace. We give out the Bibles, again, and different things, DVDs, um, music, you know, Christian music, and, and uh, of course, all the normal stuff you'd want to send, send the folks. But you know, this testimony came from, a, uh, again, a chaplain in the Texas State Guard. So we provided um, 
over 300 Christmas stockings weighed over a thousand pounds that we shipped down to Texas as they're guarding a border between Texas and uh, Mexico. Well, we didn't know at the time um, that we were providing them Christmas, but they're the ones that are right now in the news in Eagles Pass. Um, you know, right? And you think of the struggle the that. So again, another know, divine you, appointment yeah. that that we had. So. I'm still shocked that nobody's called on my Habakkuk question. 866-348-7884. Who marched through the land? Possessed dwelling place is not theirs. 866-348-7884. One more segment to get this in. We want to get you a prize. Call us. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we are so excited to have with us today Kurt Feldmeyer with the Salem Outreach Network and Dr. Dwayne Carson with Date the Word and his March to Easter all through the new Date the Word app. And of course, there's a Date the Word website, and you want to make sure you get connected with that. You can also find that at kingdompursuits.com, as well as Salem Outreach Network has got a beautiful website, which there's a link at kingdompursuits.com. So if you go to kingdompursuits.com this morning, and you just click on that and find out, man, there's so many different ways that you can support them through prayer, support them through financial gifts, and maybe even volunteering and along the lines because they could use a few as they've got so much to do. If you happen to be in the Winston-Salem um, triad area of North Carolina, but even if not, you know, certainly visit their website, be praying for them and all that stuff. SalemOutreachNetwork.com and date the word. And so, I, I, you know, I always love the idea of date the word. Like... To get to know it. Yeah, like when you go on a date, you're going to be sitting across the table, you're going to be asking, what? And you're going to be asking a lot of questions because, you you know, those those first moments of getting to know one another are just so precious. And it leads to intimacy that, that's true intimacy, right, of getting to know one another. And the idea, biblically, is the word yada in Hebrew right. means to know. to know. And so as you get to know, it's it's an intimate thing. And so dating the word is just a great word. And, and I love the story behind that. Yeah. How did you get your title, Date the Word? Well, I've always had for years now, back to probably 2001, uh, a verse for the date. And I was talking to a man by the name of Stu Epperson Jr. I bet you've heard that name before. And uh, I, I gave him his birthday verse. And he looked at me like, what, what did you just do? What? And, um, and so then I told him I had a verse for every date. Not a verse for every day, verse for every date. And he, he said, you should go home and get the domain name Date the Word. Because he knew at Liberty that you mentioned I was at Liberty for about 30 years. Uh, I was in charge of the discipleship. And so he knew I wanted people to get to know the Word. Not just have some verse, but get to know. And so he said, call it Date the Word. So that's how Date the Word was born. And then how cool it is, you know, if you ever travel with Dr. Carson, you go anywhere, he's going to be, say, what's your birthday? And as soon as the people tell him, he's going to fire away and share something that, that really, you know, I didn't realize Mark 1030 was like my birthday. I, I knew I loved the verse, yeah. 
but I didn't realize it was my birthday verse no. until I met Dr. Carson. So it was so beautiful. And again, if you go to the date with the word app and you get that on your phone, you can see what your birthday verse is. I, I yep. promise you it will be a treasure. And so, uh, well, what you guys help out kids, right? That's another big, you, we talked about the military and then another big one of your outreaches to children, right? Around the world. Sure. Children. Um, we call it the outreach network because what we like to do is partner with other like-minded Christian ministries. And so we have partners overseas that uh, will make the packages and then they'll distribute them. Um, so we did 2,555 packages for kids last year. We partner with, um, three schools in Nicaragua, an orphanage, as well as a um, prison so outreach. How do, you, how, do you, how do you end up partnering with a school in Nicaragua? Well, it's a friend that I've known for 25 years. It's a ministry. We reach out to, again, other like-minded ministries. And so did you go, have you been down there? Not yet. Potentially, uh, I was waiting till after the COVID and all of that had to, so had to how wait. So how do you get a friend in Nicaragua? <laughs> well, again, we can't, that's how we work through our partners. And, and um, they're uh, almost a 30-year-old ministry that we've known for, for most of their existence. And, um, and so anyway, they're, they're a, a strategic partner. I think many ministries do that, but that's why we call it the, the outreach network. So we like to network with others. And, um, you know, one of the things we did here for the seniors in the military, which we've already mentioned, is we partnered with a local church during their vacation Bible school. And they made beautiful handwritten cards that we included in those packages. So perhaps if you're a church and you want to partner with us and get the kids involved, uh, you can uh, contact us on our website at SalemOutreach.com. Look at us up on um, social media, uh, Salem Outreach Network, uh, several different pages there, but primarily SalemOutreach.com. And if you have ideas on how to reach you know, children locally, again, our mandate is local, global, eternal all in the name of Jesus. So, um, but we support all kinds of folks, uh, feeding programs, uh, local food pantries, uh, clothing closets, uh, you know, all with toys, clothes, shoes, food, hygiene items, household items, baby supplies, uh, pregnancy centers we support. Uh, and so again, it's, it's, um, no, it's a, it's a network of folks that we work with and through. What a great idea for Vacation Bible School. I love that, Kurt. That gives the children an opportunity to do something that is ministering to others. It's already teaching them think about giving encouragement, mm -hmm. help, blessing other people. I love that idea. Yep. And when you are also special needs ministries, right? It's yes. A, you know. You, yes. They do artwork and stuff because having been involved in that for years, very fun to get them to do because they love to give to others. So cool. Again, SalemOutreach.com and date the word. Uh, his app is at the App Store. Very fun stuff. And, uh, you know, this idea of marching to Easter. Make your Easter special by marching to Easter with Date the Word. That's so beautiful. And so we appreciate so much you guys being with us today. And most of all, we appreciate you guys that are listening that knew that it was the Babylonians. It was actually the Chaldeans. Chaldeans. That, the Chaldeans. That, that, that's who marched through the breadth of the land. In fact, God told Habakkuk, you're not going to believe this if I tell you. And it's kind of That's like right. if he'd have told us about COVID about three weeks before we it happened, we wouldn't believe that either. So we'll be back. This is the Truth Network.